0: Here we go. It's time for Scoony Cheese, Daily Dose Podcast. Come on, y'all. Turn up. Who's whoopy? Uh Yeah. Come on. Come on. On today's episode, we have the legendary Chris the Glow, Taylor in the house, part one. Yeah, uh, oh, here we go, here we go, it's time for another Scooney G's Daily Dose. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. This time, Uh yeah. Woo! Today we got in the house my man. We about to bring him up. His name is Chris the Glove. Spooty Jake's Daily Dose Podcast. Come on up, Chris. What's up? My man. Good to see you. I appreciate you. Man, let's jump Let's jump right into this thing right here. How you doing, man? We finally get to
1: meet. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good, good, good. I love your setup, man. This place is amazing. Thank
0: you. Shout out to Nova 3. Uh, we are shooting here at Nova 3 today. And... Uh, Christmas is the first time here but you have a little history because you were looking out and you saw something that looked very familiar to you. Tell us
1: about that. Oh yeah we used to uh, have the building across the street. I was working on my man C Major. Um, it was Don Robinson, Raphael Sadiq and uh, Ali Shahid. It was, the group was called Lucy Pearl. So we are right across the street from where we recorded most of the you know early basic tracks of it and also ice T was in this building with uh i believe it's uh his record label i forgot the name of it was right. it was syndicate right. syndicate Syndicate. rhyme syndicate rhyme syndicate they yes. were here and also the Farsight side was in there we was all in this building that's a really wow creative building yeah like
0: so the- there's there's energy all around this area and uh, that's a lot of those names I actually know, too. Ice-T is still doing the body count thing. Oh, yeah. And all my guys are, are in his band. Shout out to Will. Shout out to Ernie C. Ernie C. Yes, sir. So we know a lot of the same people. That's so crazy that we never met. We just, you were just on the phone with Battle Cat. Right. And uh, I worked with Battle Cat back in 2000 uh, on the East Siders record. You know, Snoop Dogg and the East Siders.
1: Oh, yeah. So, Wow. It's a small circle in Hollywood, really. Once you get to working, you're gonna see that it's really not that many people. So did you know where my nickname came from? No. Snoop Dogg! <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a nickname too. It was Chris the motherfucking glove. He added a little He literally
0: an MF to it. All which you would have said, Scooty motherfucking G. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like that. So speaking of, why don't you give us a little background? Of, you know, your days at death row. And uh, more importantly, let's actually, let's go even further back than that. Tell us how you got started in the music business in general. Tell us about your start.
1: We're going to go all the way back. All the way back. We're going to take it back. Way back. Well, let's see. I started professionally or just. No, like when you were a
0: kid. Like what sparked you? Like I have my little kid story what sparked me. What, when you were a kid, take us back to all the way back when you were a kid,
1: what sparked you to get into this crazy business? So when I was nine, I was a vocalist in the beginning. I sang soprano. So my mom wanted me to join the Mitchell Boys Choir, which is like the Vienna Boys Choir, but here in America, they were off of Adams. So she, I had to learn the song. She took me in there. I'm nine. So I'm in there singing Moon River. It's like five hundred guys, little kids. They only have like one slot. So I get all the way down to the last few, but I didn't make the thing, right? I didn't make the cut. And I used to sing at church. This is all in a single digit age. So I didn't like that feeling of doing this singing and not getting it. You know, so I asked my mom if I could learn an instrument. She said you can either learn a piano or the organ. I chose the organ. So a gentleman named Toussaint McCall taught me how to play the organ. He got a gold record with the song. He put out a great hit record. I can't think of it. I think it's Nothing Takes a Place of You or something like that. And he had a gold record right above the Hammond B3. You know. Wow. And that's so So nine, nine years old. Well, at that point, I was 12, 12. Because it went from nine to I ain't doing nothing to I'm a to if I like it. Maybe I'll do music again one day (laughs) isn't that crazy
0: how just one little spark can lead to a whole lifetime and a career in the business so kids out there if you have that little spark hold on to that spark because you never know what can happen your dreams are never too big dream big now tell us where you are today like bring us Bring us through. I want to hear about
1: the Death Row story. How did you get involved with Death Row? Well, I'll tell you. So the funny thing with when I was 12, I'm staring at this. I walk in, and I'm, I'm looking at this, right? This is the Hammond. So Tucson McCall goes, I said, what is this? And he goes, oh, it's the Hammond B3 organ. And he starts to break it down, right? And I'm like, no, that. See the big orange thing? or the big, What's that? And he said, oh, that's a gold record. If you learn how to do this, and you'll get one of those. He wow. said those words to me. Wow. I, I was remember. 12. I was like, let's go then. I want that. <laughs> I didn't care nothing about learning. I was like, I'm going to learn it so I could collect these things. Wow. And the very first record that I made was called Reckless with Ice-T. And it went. It sold on a soundtrack, so four million copies. So I got wow. the plaque on my first creation. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I was born platinum. I was put in the game. Damn. And the funny thing is, when I started with music, the first thing I did, musically, professionally, was I'm a DJ now, right? I'm gonna skip over the DJ thing real quick. And I'm at this club called Radio. There are some directors and producers that come here along with celebrities who come here because it was kind of a, a happening. So the directors decided, they decided to make this movie about breaking. Call it breaking, it's about all of the things we're doing in the club. So they get all of us as, you know, cast. As we're filming, I hear them talking, and they say, "Hey, we need some music for these things." You know, he's playing records. We need some of our own music. I slid over there and was like, "Yo, I make music." <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love this because
0: when the door—Scooty G's Daily Dose podcast. Come on, y'all, turn up. Who's